what a British Grand Prix that was. Welcome back to another episode of the F1 Ramble and there is a lot to talk about this week. We had a full capacity crowd at Silverstone, an interesting qualifying, the start to sprint races and a heated battle at the front of the grid. This is Alex and Tiago. Hello and welcome back to the F1 Ramble. Uh, probably our most anticipated episode uh, in a little while, uh, considering what happened over the weekend. So much to talk about. Alex, where, where do you want to begin? Um, I actually want to begin with some comments I've made on Twitter, which I want to clear up because I've been using the F1 Ramble Twitter account this weekend. And I was talking to this guy, John, I just wanted to clarify something I'd said to him, which I'm not sure came over very well on um, the written word. But I felt that the comments that have been made after the the race by uh, the Red Bull team in Max Verstappen a little bit, but mainly Christian Horner and Helmut Marko, added fuel to the fire of the racist abuse that, that Lewis Hamilton's received. I'm not saying that they've caused it or started it but i feel that the um the way they've gone about their criticism is is quite was quite a vicious attack on lewis hamilton um and i felt that that kind of allowed people to express their views a little bit more openly and then added the fuel to the fire of those racist comments so that's what i just wanted to clarify i'm not saying that red bull started the racist comments but I do feel that they haven't helped the, the, the situation. And as the professionals that they are, they should have handled that slightly better. I just wanted to straight, clarify that straight away. Straight, straight in at the deep end. We're like a, 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 a podcast that just talks about uh, race now, sort of racial... Uh, yeah, well, I just thought I, should, I thought I should clarify just because I had that discussion on Twitter and it's quite... quite um, I had all the hashtags going and stuff, so... People can yeah, see I, it. I did see you were on Twitter. Very is very pro Hamilton. Uh, a lot but of the people who tweet, I not very, not very much. But you know, I ne- didn't necessarily agree with uh, with all of them. But to just answer your question about like the, um, well, not answer your question, but just my point of view on the on the whole Chris, Christian Horner thing. And as we'll get into it later in the podcast, my opinion around this whole matter it is like just the most common incident that happens in racing. Mm. And it just got blown completely out of proportion. Absolutely. Like everything got blown out of proportion. And yes, I know it's obviously the guys at the front, hence why it's going to be, you know, something that's going to, is going to garner more attention. But like, it, it's just something that happens when, when people are racing in F1 cars. Like, yeah, you know, these things are bound to happen. I don't understand like the reaction or, or the, fo- the fallout. Or, sorry, I do understand it, but I think it's it's ridiculous how much it's been made out of this. Yeah. So I just wanted to clarify that. But like you said, we'll probably get back to this at some point later on yeah. in the no, episode. Let, let's, so let's, let's do it now. So let's talk about let's talk about the uh, I guess the incident. That is the most important thing. Who who do you blame? Do you think it's a racing incident? What's your opinion I'm, on that? I'm a firm believer that it's a racing incident, especially as um, the the FIA have come out and said that they're going to be more lenient on incidents that happen on the first lap. Um, I, I felt right from the start. Now, I watched this on the weekend with my dad. My dad is not an F, uh, a Formula One fan at all. And he was absolutely engrossed in the race this weekend on Sunday. Um, and my dad, literally after the second corner, said they're going to crash in a minute. He says Max Verstappen's being too aggressive. I thought to myself exactly the same thing. When the accident happened, I felt Lewis Hamilton actually tried to make, um, tried to back out a little bit, but not too much in that he would give up his position. And then Max Verstappen's aggression got the better of him finally, because he has been very aggressive fighting in the first, uh, first few corners of the opening lap. And I think that aggression finally got the better of him and the accident's happened. Now, I don't blame Lewis and I don't blame Max for the, the accident. It is purely a racing incident and there's things both drivers could have done to have completely avoided contact. But at the end of the day, this is why we watch Formula One. This is what we want to see. 
fights that go will to will and one driver comes off victorious. It's a battle of the best. And I think in that battle, Max Verstappen wasn't the best. I think Lewis Hamilton um, was the stronger character on that opening lap. And if anyone was to, if you was to blame someone, I'd blame Verstappen in that he didn't need to cut across Lewis Hamilton as aggressively as he did. Yeah, I think on on that side of things, firstly, I agree. So in my opinion, it's a racing incident. Literally, it happens. None none of the drivers wanted to wanted to back out, and this happened. We've seen it previously this year, where Verstappen goes for it and Hamilton backs out. And in those occasions, if Hamilton doesn't back out, a lot of the time, I would just say it's a racing incident. Look, they've crashed. Yeah. What happened? What happened this week? I do think you're in the minority about thinking that it was Verstappen to blame. I think most people, or I think yeah, a lot of people think it's a racing incident. If then they had to pick someone to blame, it's Hamilton. Simply look, just because, firstly, he was behind him. Um, <laughs> okay, this is no, he, so that's he, where he, I completely he, disagree. No, 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 he was he was behind him, and you know, like that he could have been more to the side. I, you know, he could have hit the apex. And at the end of the day, it's something that's gone back to the stewards and the stewards have come out and they said, look, do you know what? We think, we think Hamilton is to blame here. And, and that's it. I don't think there's, there's too much more to read into it. Hamilton got given a 10-second penalty. He served it and he won the race. Yeah. Like that, like that in my opinion, that's where, like, as far as this should go, um, you know, what happened with um i think one of the reasons why this is getting so much so much sort of attention and people are really passionate about it is because uh max verstappen was out of the race um and in obviously what was quite a um quite a hard shunt but yeah one thing that formula 1 does is they don't give out and and this is the right thing by the way they don't give out penalties based on the consequences yeah Absolutely, so they give out penalties based on the incident, and they thought that incident um, needed a ten-second or warranted a ten-second penalty for Lewis Hamilton, and that's it. Yes, Verstappen got you know was out of the race; he ended up in hospital. But those, it, you know, it happens. the The incident itself deserved a ten-second penalty, in the stewards' opinion. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with everything you're saying. The only thing I completely disagree with, and it's not just you, it's anybody that says it. Lewis Hamilton was not behind him. And, and I know that the, when the contact was made, it was Lewis Hamilton's front left on Max Verstappen's rear right. But going into the corner, so down that straight, Lewis Hamilton was behind Max. Lewis Hamilton threw a dummy to the left, which Max Verstappen covered. And then Lewis Hamilton moved to the right down the inside, which a gap was now created. Okay, which he's completely entitled to. The gap was totally on. The move was totally on. Max Verstappen then moves again to the right, which is not allowed. That's an our second manoeuvre. Okay, but it's not under. It's, it's not in the. Uh, it's not in the braking zone. It was yeah, but he's coming. He's coming up to the. They're coming up to the braking zone. No, but, is, no, but, but isn't that the whole thing that they? But still, they, but even they but even can't still, move in the braking zone. But if it's you know in in, but they, in the straight, but everyone everyone ignores the fact that he's he's still moving all the way down that straight, and he he pinches Hamilton towards the wall, which automatically narrows the angle that Hamilton has. Now I've watched this over and over again on the replays, and Max Verstappen in his um in his cockpit on his driver's view, where you can see his steering wheel, he knows Hamilton's at his left. He can see Hamilton's on his right. Sorry. Knows Hamilton's on his right. You can see Hamilton's on his right. Even Karen Chanduk brought this out as well. And he corrects his steering. Okay. So he corrects it to the left, which then opens up that gap just a tiny bit more. And then when you look at Lewis Hamilton's camera, in that moment when Max Verstappen, because bear in mind, he's already squeezed Lewis. Lewis Hamilton's moved slightly to the left. And in my mind, I'm thinking, right, okay, if I was there, I'd have done the same thing because I know I've just been squeezed. I want to give myself a little bit more space on the right in case I'm squeezed again. But then straight after that, um, Lewis Hamilton eases off because he knows he's got to going into the corner because he's understeering already. Eases off the throttle, so he drops a bit further behind. And in that moment, Max Verstappen just goes for the apex when the apex isn't on. Cuts across Lewis Hamilton's yeah. front wheel but, but and, he spins, just, this... and he blows his tyre and takes his wheel off. But now, if you, how if can if you blame talking, Hamilton for that? If you're talking about um, what Karen Chandler said, and when he first reviewed the uh, the incident, I do, yeah, there is two movements from Max Verstappen. One where he's just moving to the right, and then he 
he sees Hamilton and he sort of moves to the left because yeah. you know, it's that reaction. But then, then he, he moves, moves right to again. the right yeah. because that's what he wants to do anyway. The left move, it, it, it's a reaction. But what Karen Chenock says about Hamilton is that you know, he's, Hamilton is not going to hit the apex anyway. No, Hamilton's you know, not going to hit in the his, apex. In his direction. But, but Max Verstappen needs to allow... He, he's got a car on his inside. Look at how much... Tarmac, can you look at the pictures? I showed you the picture before the podcast. When you look at all the images and the videos, look how much tarmac Max Verstappen has yeah. to his left that he could, he could just drift out slightly just to allow that car's width behind. Because as he turns, there isn't a car's width anymore for, for Lewis no, Hamilton. But, but, but the thing is, but the thing is, like, well, then every time that someone squeezes someone out of the track, you could say, oh, look, it's got the whole, it's got the whole track. You know, it doesn't, it, it doesn't work like that. No, it's different. Yeah, but that's Verstappen different was, because of Verstappen the corners. Verstappen was ahead and Hamilton had more space to the right. You know, Verstappen left more than, than so a, a Hamil- car's width on the inside. Hamil- Hamilton had, what, a couple of feet, if that? He had the car's width on the inside, Hamilton, 100%. Hamilton, not at the point that Max turned in. Yeah, he did. Absolutely. 100%. This not, is the whole... But this is the but whole thing. the thing, thing. is, that this, that's completely but, irrelevant because when Hamilton made that move on Charles Leclerc, yes, Hamilton was further over to the right, um, but Charles Leclerc took a wider line going into that corner, which Charles Leclerc realised, oh, Lewis is on my right. I'm not going to hit that apex. Max Verstappen was still going for that apex, knowing full well the car was on his right hand side. The difference look, between the two was Charles, Charles Leclerc was going to get overtaken anyway, and he wasn't yeah, part of the championship. And it wasn't. It, I don't know, think. He, I don't think that was, was the case. I think the case was that Leclerc going off the track was because there's a ton of marbles down at that point. This is the first lap. There's, there's no marbles down on that, that side of the track. Yeah. Max Verstappen could have afforded to run a little bit wide and not run off the track because he would have had a lot more grip than Charles Leclerc would have had to defend in that instance. The, the fact that Lewis was faster than Leclerc is completely irrelevant at that, at that point. It's just the way they enter that corner for the, the defence. See, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think it is completely irrelevant because if Le, Le, at that point Leclerc has resigned the fact he's not going to win that race. You know, it's the truth. There's still, what, three, four laps to go. Hamilton's been lapping a second quicker than him. At that point, he's like, look, I'm going to finish second here. So it is relevant in the sense that maybe, maybe if that was the last lap, if that was the last lap, maybe he defends more aggressively. You know, that's, that's something that, that needs to be taken into, into context because Verstappen and Hamilton were both very aggressive. And but my, what happened here was that Hamilton didn't, didn't back out. But what's important is if you look at what, uh, like the email that Toto Wolf was sending to, uh, to Mazzy, or apparently the content of that email was to show that Lewis Hamilton was going to make, to make the apex. So that was as far right as he could possibly have gone. And that was the whole thing was, could Hamilton have gone more to the right? Yeah, but could, and but, why, could have, but why is the question never could Max have gone more to the left when there's because two Max or three cars, when there's two or three cars, but, but he wasn't. Was ahead. They were side no, by side going, they were side by side going into the corner and Lewis Hamilton, the way I see it, and this is not just because I'm a Hamilton fanboy or anything like that. I'd say it as if it was two random drivers in those two cars. That, that Hamilton went into, they were, going, they were approaching the corner side by side. Hamilton, they were side by side. And then Hamilton eased off the throttle to avoid an accident going into the corner, as he should do, because he had, he had a tighter line to that apex than Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen, in my opinion, turned in way too early. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna rewatch rewatch the incident because if you're te- like you're telling me that that uh, Hamilton was side by side, I don't see that. So I'm I'm just rewatching it just to, say, to see I, I, actually whether I don't you... understand this. At what point did you not see Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen side by side? Well, no, they were close to each other, but Verstappen they were, was they always were side ahead. By side. And and everyone forgets that Max Verstappen was driving way no, too aggressive from the start. No, but see, look, it was I've, Max I've Verstappen that was wheel to wheel throughout at, the whole. At no thing. point, at no point does Hamilton get ahead of Verstappen. At no point does he get does he get up with his front wheel. Ham- like the, the Hamilton, front, front wheels. He was probably just maybe a little bit behind his front wheel. Versus the side by was, side was always ahead. Yes, they were very close, but Verstappen was always always ahead. In but my they were, opinion, they were side by side. They were side by side, and Lewis Hamilton backed out. No, but but they weren't. Hamilton was uh, Verstappen was ahead. Like that's the in thing. the rule. Yeah, but the rules as as they brought out after the race, the rules were if your front wheel is past halfway mark or the cockpit of the car on your outside, then the corner is yours. And 
when you look, Hamilton is more than that going into that corner. But Hamilton, Wait, so pull, Hamilton pulls back and Max Verstappen turns in too early. At the end of the day, I am adamant 100% it's, it's a racing incident. But I just don't believe that Lewis Hamilton should be held accountable for that corner when there's so much more that Max Verstappen could have done. And Max Verstappen was so aggressive throughout the whole opening section of the race, bashing wheels with Lewis Hamilton, going down the straight. He was very aggressive. And I don't think that was necessary. But, but, but then again, like, it takes two to tango. Like, it, so it does. is Lewis Hamilton. It does. Like, so, so we can't just like, point the finger to, to Max. Like, it takes two to tango. And the thing is, look, I agree with you. In my opinion, 100%, it's a racing incident. If I had to blame someone, I would blame Hamilton. You'd, you'd blame Verstappen. Yeah. But the thing is, obviously, this has gone over to, to the stewards. And they've decided to, they've decided to penalise Hamilton for a reason. Yeah, and I, I, I just don't think there should have been a penalty period. Again, like you said, completely irrelevant at the end of the day because Hamilton served his penalty and still won the race. Best, that's, um, the penalty was the best thing that happened to the race. It actually made it exciting. Yeah, and, and I'm, I kind if he, of... If he, doesn't have that, if he doesn't have that penalty, he, he just runs away with it. You tweeted, yeah. you said, you tweeted saying, that, oh, this has ruined the race. It made the race, the fact they got a penalty because otherwise I, it would... I don't, I don't know it. I don't know. I don't know if it did. I, 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 oh, come on. Come on. He, he won anyway with the 10 second penalty. So if he didn't have that 10 second penalty, he would have been. I, 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 know, get, I, get, I get what you're saying. I, I think. I just, I just don't think it was deserved. And I, I, I kind of sort of lament anyone that, that, that says the 10 second penalty wasn't enough. Nah, that's um, yeah, that's totally it's, wrong. It's um, the, if anything, the ten second penalty was excessive. It's because they're doing that thing that I've just, I literally just said. Like they, they look at what happened to to Max Verstappen, and they think that what happens to Hamilton needs to, like, make up for that. But think, that's the thing. It's it's nothing to like, you know, Max Verstappen obviously crashed was out of the race, but the penalty is nothing to do with that. It's nothing to do with the consequences. So I think the reason why people are, sh- uh, uh, are asking for a bigger penalty is because, you know, in their mind, they think, well, it needs to match sort of what happened to Verstappen. So if Verstappen's race was completely ruined, we should do the same thing to Hamilton. You know, and, yeah. and that's just wrong. That's it just is, wrong. It's just it not how wrong. it works. It is wrong. And I think like, even Max Verstappen said that the penalty didn't help us out in any way. Well, the penalty is not exactly. supposed to help you out. Exactly. It's supposed to punish the driver yeah. that's made an error. Um, I... I am, I am, like, I think it actually happened perfectly, as in, in my opinion, I wouldn't give anyone a penalty. If I had to give someone a penalty, I would give it to Hamilton, and I would, yeah, I would give a 10-second penalty, I, and that would be it. I don't think, I don't think Hamilton did it on purpose. I don't think he would ever purposely go out to crash into a driver. No, absolutely not. And, and, and that's not his think, style. who think that are literally stupid. Yeah, because he he would be ruined. Like you know, there's a chance there that he ruins his own race. Yeah, you know, and 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 Christian Horner, like obviously, this is a kind of some of the comments he made and some of the comments that Helmut Marker made. Those are the kind of comments that they'll they'll probably look back on with with cooler heads, or even at the end of the season, and they'll th- they'll think to themselves like, mm, that wasn't really sort of right of me. Yeah, and if anything, I I feel like perhaps Red Bull I absolutely I love Red Bull I love the things they, they accomplish they're a great team but I feel that like this weekend at Silverstone they were out of line with their comments all of them and yeah they, they were very harsh very you know I think they were trying to to evoke a, a reaction and then obviously you um at the top of the pod you're talking about like the whole the whole racism thing of course Red Bull are not inciting racism at all but red bull are really sort of getting people more annoyed they're riling everyone up yeah they're riling everyone up and there are some people who might have sort of those those tendencies and they were just yeah they they just thought wow i'm really riled up i'm i'm a you know a closet racist anyway so i'm gonna come out of the closet today and i'm gonna go you know after yeah after hamilton I feel like Red Bull should issue a statement of an apology. Not, not, um, I don't feel they should apologise um, 
for feeling the way they felt because in the heat of the battle that's how that that's that was their emotion i just i just feel they should apologize for the way in which they delivered their message it was a very scathing message about lewis hamilton um yeah even even helmut marco saying give him a ban for what yeah it's ridiculous and insinuating things like you know insinuating that oh i hope i hope he's happy like that verstappen's in hospital and and stuff like that it's ridiculous like it's genuinely ridiculous I saw um, I saw people on Twitter saying um, Lewis Hamilton's an absolute disgrace because uh, he's celebrating his victory whilst his competitor he's put his competitor in hospital. First of all, he didn't put his competitor in hospital. It was a precautionary check after having such a big impact. The doctor after the race said that Max walked out fine. He was just a little bit winded and he said he felt dizzy, which he span at 100 odd miles an hour and then crashed yeah. into Walk 51 G's. Yeah, he's going to be winded and a little bit dizzy. And second of all, that was a big crash. It was a big crash, but Lewis Hamilton was in the the pen afterwards, and they said uh, they, they they just dropped in the comment about yeah. Max Verstappen being in hospital, and he was like, "Oh, I didn't know. Is he okay?" So yeah, don't criticize someone if if they don't if, he, if Lewis Hamilton that didn't know that Max Verstappen's in hospital, how can he? How can you expect him to ask about him on the radio? He was like, "Is Max okay?" They said, yeah, he's got out of the car. Yeah. Fine. End of. Hamilton's okay if, with that. If he was, like, this is the thing. Uh, what I would say is, if Hamilton knew that Verstappen was in hospital, and then he's, he's celebrating, and, you know, he, he's gone above and beyond that celebration. He's gone, you know, mm. with, the fl- with the flag towards the fans. I would have said, you know what, that is probably a bit, a bit excessive and a bit distasteful. But yeah. obviously, you know, he didn't know that he was that he was in hospital. Yeah. And, um, I, genuinely, I just think this just got blown out of proportion. Yeah. This will happen, this will happen, an, you know, a million times in Formula 1 with, with cars um, that are, like, fighting for 10th in the championship or whatever, and people will not talk about it for more than a minute. Well, that's what, that's will... what um, Karun Chandok said. He, he, he said that he wouldn't have given any, either of them a penalty because he, he, th- he said, look, if you'd seen this accident, in a scrap for 11th and 10th, would they have given a penalty to the driver that caused the accident? Probably not. If that, if that accident happened on the first lap in 10th and 11th, would there have been a penalty? Probably not. And even all the drivers, Charles Leclerc, sitting right behind uh, Hamilton and Verstappen whilst that was all going on, said um, that Max was aggressive Lewis Hamilton could have moved over to the right a bit more, but he went for a gap that was there. It's a racing incident. And Charles Leclerc is sitting right behind him. said that Hamilton's gone in too hot. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't. But just that. Just I think because Leclerc that's taken out right behind him. That doesn't mean doesn't mean he's got the best the think, best view. No, but because, even Alonso you know, said it was a racing incident, and I know you're a big Alonso fan. Yeah, but didn't he say as well that he thought um, Hamilton went in too hot as well? No, I know Ricardo definitely did. What did Ricardo? Ricardo. That's taken a little bit out of context because Ricardo did say they were both going in a bit too hot. So I think, I think that was taken slightly out of, out of context. So although he does say that Lewis Hamilton was, was hot in the corner, he does say that they were both going into the corner too hot. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they were going into the corner too hot as in fast. It could be that they're both going into that corner a bit too hot-headed. Because they were yeah. super aggressive. And I think the whole Red Bull reaction, this is Max's first major accident. He's, had, he's, had, he's, he's crashed his car a few times, yeah, but nothing like a, an impact of 51G. He's not had a huge impact like that. And I think it's kind of rocked him a little bit. Um, and hopefully this might calm down his aggression because, like I said, again, my dad's not a Formula 1 fan, was watching it. And he said, why was Max Verstappen that aggressive? If he's got a faster car, why did he not concede the position and then attack at a later point? You've got 51 laps to go in a faster car. Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with, with, how, with how aggressive Max Verstappen is. That is a quality that he has as a driver. That's what, one of the reasons that, make him, that makes him so good. So I don't think he should no, necessarily he should measure it. He change should measure that. his aggression. I don't, think, see, I don't think he was too aggressive with what happened here. But... I just because I don't think he did anything wrong. What I think he should do is think to himself, "This is a risk that I'm going to take, 
which I think is completely entitled to take that risk, but he should think, I'm not going to take this risk because of the consequences. Yeah, that's what happen. he's got to learn. With, with the faster car, because he could have let Hamilton go and then overtaken Hamilton at another point in the race. Yeah, or, absolutely. You know, literally on the, same, on the same lap because they were sort of neck and neck. So that's what I think he should maybe, you know, he, I don't know if it's like something he, he could learn or because obviously he would have he would have thought about it. But it's not what he did. It's whether he had to do it, I guess. I, I like I like the fact that Max Verstappen's aggressive and even Lewis Hamilton's like he likes the the aggressive battles. But there's 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 a time and a place to use that aggression. And I think on those no, opening but, corners, it was a little bit too aggressive for Max. And he's so used to being able to bully people into conceding their positions. I think I, at Silverstone, Lewis Hamilton was like, no, not today, mate. No, but see, this is the thing. That was the time and place to do it. Because, you know, you're, you're, you're fighting with your, with your rival, the closest rival for the lead of the race. That is 100% the place to do it. And, you know, Lewis Hamilton has been, you know, essentially... He's been sort of like Verstappen's like little puppy when it comes to this because uh, Verstappen's got the best out of him throughout the whole season when it comes to those aggressive moves. Except, and, except for the no, Silverstone. No but, no, but this is the thing. Hamilton has been bottling it and bottling it and bottling it. And for once, Hamilton stood up for himself, you know, for lack of better terms. And, and that happened. Racing incident. Yeah. You know, the other times, if these guys crashed, if this was their fifth crash, it would have been the fifth racing incident. Because there's been other times in the past where Hamilton has backed out. The only yeah. difference, different thing here that happened is that Hamilton, Hamilton didn't back out. Verstappen did nothing wrong. In, you know, in my opinion, I don't, I don't think Hamilton did, did much wrong either. Like, and it was a racing incident. And Absolutely, a racing that, incident. That's what happened. Yeah. But you know, I don't think we should say, oh, Max Verstappen is, is, is you know, too, too aggressive or anything like that. The only thing he could maybe work on is, could he have thought, I'm not going to risk it because I can overtake Hamilton later? You know, maybe he could have thought, that's, you know, I'm not going to yeah. risk it. I'm, I, I'm leading the championship. But these, these are things that, this could have been the fifth time it happened. Yeah. But like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Max Verstappen being aggressive. I just think at times he's overly aggressive. Like he needs to, he, he needs to control that aggression. Because he should, have been, he should have been thinking, if Lewis, because if Lewis Hamilton... Lewis Hamilton won that race with the fastest lap and Max Verstappen um, doesn't finish, which he didn't. All, all it takes is for Lewis Hamilton to finish ahead of Max Verstappen at the next race, first and second, yeah. and he's leading the championship. So Max Verstappen should have been thinking, this, this, is, this is where Lewis Hamilton being a seven-time world champion comes into play, having the experience of winning the championship, knowing that, do you know what, it's better for me to finish this race in second than it is to not finish it at all. Yeah, I, 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 agree, with, I agree with what you're saying. And this is, this is what I am trying to say. Mm. He should have thought about it in the bigger picture. In the bigger picture, maybe he shouldn't have gone for it and thought, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play for, for points or whatever. But in the space of that race, I don't think he was too aggressive or he did anything wrong. But in, in the bigger picture, like you said about Hamilton, yeah, maybe he, could, he would have thought, well, Worst case scenario, if I, if, I, if I finish second, you know, damage limitation. I, I think but, in, in the grand scheme of things of this season, this could be a turning point. Because Mercedes clearly brought a bit of extra pace at Silverstone with an upgrade. Lewis Ham and I called it in the predictions, Hamilton would be galvanised by a full capacity crowd at Silverstone. Um, his qualifying lap was, was awesome. Um, it was a bit unfortunate on his second second stint in the in the in q3 they got a bit sideways because he was a lot faster <laughs> um, it's funny you say that because i actually i actually thought apart from when when he came back from the pits the second time but like i thought he really struggled behind leclerc i was surprised he couldn't overtake him uh joe you know what so slightly moving on oh the last thing i want to say on the hamilton verstappen battle one of the things i absolutely loved about it especially the accident in itself it's something that we've been Comparing this battle to the greats throughout history, how much did that accident remind you of Senna and Prost at Suzuka? Yeah. It was almost like 
history repeating itself. Yeah. It was just, it, yeah. from that point of view, I was very, like, this, yeah, is, actually very this, similar. Is, this is awesome. This is what I want to say. I don't care if, if it had been the other way around. I'm a massive Hamilton fan, but if it had been Hamilton had gone off, just to have seen mm-hmm. that kind of racing, even though it's the first few corners and he's out the rest of the race, we got to see that battle and that battle's going to continue. Yeah. Um, and let me actually just something else really quickly on this before we move on. Um, with when that happened, obviously the safety car came out. Um, they were going to pit the um, they were going to pit Hamilton. Yeah. Um, and then they decided to leave him out. And then because they were hoping for the red flag and they got the red flag and obviously Hamilton kept his position. But if Hamilton pits before the red flag comes out. Which is what he was sort of due to do. Different race. He goes. He goes to the back of the grid. He would have been last. Yep. And we're we're not having a a conversation about this. It's no. just completely forgotten. Yeah. Um. But it's the reason why I think so many people have riled up, wrongfully so, is that he won and Verstappen didn't even get a point. Or got kicked out of the race. You know? he, had to, he had a slow pit stop as well. Yeah, I know he had the 10-second penalty. But he, he was stationary for 14 seconds. Yeah, yeah. I think they were just, just probably... They are probably just playing it safe, I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Let's, let's talk about... Um, yeah, what we were saying about the, um, Quite, him uh, not overtaking Leclerc. Oh, yeah, him not taking over Leclerc. I was actually surprised. Leclerc, well-deserved driver of the day. Absolutely fantastic yeah, drive absolutely. from Charles Leclerc. Um, I was surprised that the Ferrari was as quick, if not a little bit quicker than the Mercedes on the medium tyre. He was really matching the Mercedes for pace. And Hamilton yeah. just couldn't get close enough. It was too hot to follow that closely for that long in the turbulent air. Um, so he had, to, he had to back off a little bit. I was surprised at the pace of Ferrari, the, the maturity of Charles Leclerc to have been so patient against uh, or behind Hamilton and Verstappen was absolutely fantastic, um, and then he just he just bossed the race from, from from there. He did everything he needed to have done. The the biggest surprise, how the Mercedes was a second a lap quicker, or Lewis's Mercedes was a second a lap quicker on the hard tire. No one had an answer for that. Yeah, that that was insane. Um... And do you know what? We speak about this all the time, but Bottas needs to go. I've made my mind up. He needs to go. Get him out. Genuinely, get him out. He's, he was. It's not a help to anyone, is it? Like, what are you doing? Like your teammate. Your teammate is literally has a ten-second penalty. Like he, to be fair, he was behind Leclerc. Couldn't overtake Leclerc. His teammate's got a ten-second penalty. Still comes from behind and that, like goes and overtakes Leclerc. And like it's nowhere. Lewis, no, Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton shouldn't have been allowed. Bottas shouldn't win that race. I know. I mean, Bottas shouldn't have even been in a position where Hamilton could catch him. I, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like he's genuinely like, he's fine. Maybe he's fine, but maybe like, he is he, gone. Maybe maybe he knows uh, that he's not. He's not driving there next year. Nah, if he, if he knew, he wouldn't have let. Um, he wouldn't have let him through. You reckon? You reckon it was? Yeah, because I, he I needs, reckon. He needs so. to I reckon if seat. he was gonna, if he was gonna lose, well, he'd be like, well, I'm gonna mind my own business. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just a little bit embarrassing. He, he um, it was it was a joke race from from Bottas. Fantastic drive from the McLarens and the Ferraris. It's another thing that you get all the time. Like the these two, they're they're having like a a fight with each other, and it's very tight. But like it's as if they're not really. I know there was a little bit of like signs Ricardo. But this fight, it's a little bit like they're having the fight in the points, but not really having the fight in the track or on the yeah, track. That makes I sense. know what you mean. Yeah. Because it um, it's interesting how you think that, that both the McLarens, fourth and fifth, fantastic result for McLaren. And then you think the way the Ferraris had been performing, like Carlos signs after the sprint race, he started quite far back, didn't he? Um, and you think, um, all right, Ferrari aren't going to get great points. Leclerc gets P2. So he gets a huge haul of points and it kind of makes up for the difference as if they'd finished sort of sixth and seventh. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of they, one car finishes further up than the other or one doesn't finish and one finishes really high up. And it just kind of balances out the, the points that McLaren just seem to consistently get. Yeah, it's strange that both of them will be really happy with their races. Yeah. And not like, 
with their points, they both come out of Silverstone going, that was great. And it's weird that you have two teams who are competing against each other who feel, who feel the same way. Yeah, I think Lando had an absolutely fantastic drive as well. Um, it's nice to see he was disappointed with fourth. Not that fourth wasn't a bad result for McLaren, but it was that he knew that he was capable of more and the car was capable of more. And fourth was what they got because he had a, a bad pit stop, which was very unfortunate for him. Yeah, Science felt the same um, with with his pit stop, and he reckons his car could have been in the top three um, this weekend, which is good. Like it just goes to show, like that the that gap is is closing between the top teams and and the uh, the chasing pack. Um, yeah. But just on on the um, on the Landon Norris thing, yeah, he's just been so so consistent. It's not just the quality of his races; it's the consistency. He's now the um, the McLaren driver with the most points finishes in a row. Oh, wow. Like, just think about some of the people who've driven for that team. Yeah, you've got Prost, uh, Nicky Senna, Lauda. Alonso, Lauda, Hamilton. Raikkonen, Hakkinen. Raikkonen, Hakkinen, yeah, literally the best drivers ever have all driven for um, for, um, McLaren. for McLaren. Yeah. And now this guy's the one that holds the, um, you know, the record for consecutive points finish. Finishes. What? I know. I know. It's a completely silly little stat, but I love. I've just, I've got the new Formula One game on the PlayStation, and Lando Norris is rated like ninety one. He's rated. How does that compare to to it, others? It's, it's. I can't remember the ratings of the other drivers, but he's roughly on par with like Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, according to the game. So that's yeah, what no. they're better. They've got a higher rating, but only just. But it just goes to show that the improvement that Lando Norris has made over the last three years of his career in Formula 1. He's just, each season, strength to strength. And give him a championship winning car, I wouldn't put it past him winning it. Yeah, the quality of the, yeah, the driver calibre is insane. Like, we are so spoiled. Obviously, Max and Hamilton, yeah, they're like top tier, like god tier. But then you've got, you know, obviously, Alonso and Vettel. The older guys, and you got hmm. Ricardo, Sainz, Leclerc, yeah, Norris, like Gasly is now a race winner. Sergio Perez is a very, very good driver, hmm. especially on his day. Bottas has shown us in the past how good he can be. Like you, you look at that, and yeah, there are a couple of drivers who, who are below par, and I'm, you know, obviously thinking Mazapan, Latifi, Mick Schumacher, very much a, a, a rookie um, at the moment, but. There is there is ten ten drivers there, which I think, given the right set of circumstances, could be world champions. I don't think that F two is really producing the last couple of years the kind of talent that we've seen uh, from maybe the George Russell, Lando Norris, Alex Albon era. Yeah, I think um, I think that I think that was the last crop of top quality F two drivers. I think before yeah. then you've got Pierre Gasly. Uh, Charles Leclerc, Van Dorn, Van Dorn, um, Van Dorn was the most dominant, dominant but, person. But he, he absolutely in flopped. He flopped in Formula One though. That's it was, it was, and he's he, doing. He's not doing too bad in uh, Formula E, but uh, he did definitely flop in in Formula One. But he could not have been dealt a tougher hand. Oh, true. Yeah, coming in, with he was a, driving a, a tractor yeah. against Fernando Alonso. Yeah, like. What like what do you expect? And a team with those expectations, mm. like so literally he, that was just a very bad place for him to be at that point in his career. Yeah. Whilst you know, whilst whilst we're on McLaren and and, and drivers having a difficult, I think uh, Ricardo showed up this weekend. Yeah, he was he was better. He he, he for sure. His he qualifying, was he was right right on Lando Norris. I think it was was it two one thousandths, two one thousandths of a second slower than Lando. Um, and yeah, he was a bit slower than him in 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 on race pace, but he got the result that was needed. The the fourth and fifth, he did he battled well, holding off signs behind him. Um, and it's it's a it's a major step in the right direction for Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, he'll look. He'll get there. 
um, this was definitely, you know, a better weekend because he has had some real stinkers this yeah. season. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good, good on him. Um, well, on obviously, Hungary. Yeah, Hungary's going to be good. I think just on, on who had a good weekend, I thought Alonso had a very, very good weekend. Um, not only in, in qualifying, um, actually qualifying was okay. He got knocked out by Russell, didn't he? Yeah, he did all right in qualifying, yeah. but then he did really well in the sprint race. He is literally someone who's so good at starts. He always has been throughout his career. Yep. Um, I think F1 at one point even did like a, a video which was like Alonso's top 10 starts. <laughs> and like it's him like finish, starting seventh and like being like P1 by the end of the lap. Like he's a very, very good starter. Yeah. Um, but besides that, obviously the starter got him up to seventh for the actual race. Um, and then you know he finished seventh in the race. That is the best he could have he could have hoped for. Yeah, um, I don't, in, looking, in that car, looking at all the cars, all the cars around him, I think Alpine seventh is the best place available for them. Exactly, and you know it took him it took him a couple of races to to you know to get up to his standard. But I think we're now seeing the Fernando Alonso we you know we expect to see, and he's now really got the 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 best. Or the better out of Ocon. Ocon. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Simpson. <laughs> I feel like Ocon was like, he used like all his like, all his powers, all his ability to <laughs> get that new contract. And as soon as he signed that, he's just been awful. Yeah, it's like, thank you very much. I'll do what I want now. Yeah. What did you, what, uh, what did you make of the sprint races? Uh, or sprint what? race? It's, it was okay. It was fine. I, I, I think the, um, the sample size is so small, yeah. And this was such a strange race because of what happened with uh, with with Max and Hamilton, mm-hmm. um, which obviously mixed things up a little bit. Um, but frankly, my my um, my problem with the sprint races was the fact that I think there would be there wouldn't be much overtaking on Sunday, um, and I can't really think of of um, of, of of many uh, of many overtakes to be honest. No, there wasn't many. I mean, the racing was still good to watch. Um, there, there was a few little scraps here and there, but it wasn't anything exciting. I think one of the fears we expressed before was that the sprint qualifying race is just going to put the cars in race order. Yeah. Which and it pretty much did. Yeah, and it, it was a little bit different because... <coughs> excuse me. Um, what you had was you had, obviously, the science incident uh, yep. Which made made Sainz start out of position. Perez, uh, the, the Perez incident, which made Perez start out out of position. Um, yeah, like a cup a couple of things. But if that doesn't happen, then what we were saying about the the cars literally being in race order is mm. is what what would have um what would have happened. But the fact like the start of the of the sprint race was was quite exciting actually. Um, and yeah. then everyone was going for it. Uh, which is quite good to see, but, but yeah, it it's the sample size is too small, in my opinion. I, I think really... I think the only thing I enjoyed or liked about it, the only feature I really liked, was starting the cars on whatever tires they wanted. Yeah, like they had to that... qualify on softs, didn't they? That all the qualifying was done on softs, and then for the sprint race and then for the Grand Prix, they could choose whatever tires they wanted. Um, yeah, which I like. I like that because it just makes the strategies completely different. The strategy hasn't been decided in qualifying. Yeah, and everyone kind of went for it. One thing I didn't like was it just made qualifying like a bit pointless. I don't know about you, but I was I wasn't really into into qualifying. Like I had it on, but normally I it like a, I thought it was good qualifying though. Like normally I'd have been like that was an amazing qualifying session, and I was like, oh great, we've got a sprint race now. Yeah, I just don't think the stakes were were as high as they as they normally are uh, and that's also you know also important um one i don't thing, know it oh, was sorry it, it was fine it was it was different the race was different obviously with what happened at the front it's one race we need we need more um like more data i guess one thing that i loved um which i'm I want to see them just bring back to the Grand Prix in general. Is the winner of the sprint race had the the, the wreath around them? Yeah, 
and all I remember, like watching like these old videos of Senna and James Hunt and having this wreath around their, their neck, or Nicky Lauda, not so much Senna actually, but Nicky Lauda, James Hunt, they had this wreath around their neck as well as their little trophy. And it just caught, sort of adds a little extra something to Formula One, um, a little bit of nostalgia. And I quite liked that they brought that back. Um, I'd like to see that in the Grand Prix as well. I don't know, know the reason why they, they stopped it in the first place. But it's just, it's like a sort of a, a tip of the hat to the, the history of the sport, which was quite nice. Yeah, and no, I agree. What, um, what did you think of, um, of the new car? Um, I like the fact the car's smaller. Yeah, um, well, we knew, it was, we knew it was going to be, it was always going to be smaller because, yeah. But what do you think of the way, the way it looks? I, I, I don't mind it. I, I, I think it looks, it looks, uh, Quite futuristic. Do you, quite, think, do you not think it reminds you of like uh, an indie car? What? Because it's got the sort of cover bit over the wheel. Yeah, I don't know. Just all of it. I just I looked at it and I just see an indie car. Really, not that there's um, anything wrong with that. No, no, no. Um, um, just I didn't. I didn't think that. No. no. Fair enough. Yeah, I I look at it because I think it is obviously a little bit smaller, and the way like, the side pods are shaped, etc. I just the only thing I could see for me was was IndyCar and and the floor being smaller as well and round, um, mm. as opposed to what we've not, what we've had up until this season. But even to an extent this season, like that really sort of like square uh, floor. Yeah. So yeah, being quite round. But you're right. It looks it looks futuristic. Futuristic. And this is just a prototype. This is yeah. Formula One's take on it. And the, car, the know, teams are going to develop their cars slightly differently, so they're not all going to look exactly like that. Yeah, and look, no disrespect to, to the F1 engineers, but the F1 engineers are not going to be anywhere near the calibre that the engineers at the F1 teams are going to be. No, of course not. They, you know, they're just not. And I, I'm sure you know, pay scales something completely different as well. Um, Plus, they're not looking to find ways of exploiting the rules are they um oh. they're just it's just going to be designed look this is what we expect the cars to kind of look like um, i think they part of their job is to look for play for for ways to no i to, mean to exploit I mean, the rules the, i mean the guys that that built that formula one car for us to look at they're 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 not designing it with like okay where can we exploit the rules to get the maximum performance out of this car because that's not what that jo- their job is yeah whereas the, the formula one teams are going to be looking at it in a completely different point of view, trying to get the best aerodynamic performance out of that car, etc. I, so I agree different. I agree with that from the um the design of, of the car, like the guys that put the yeah. design of the car together, they're not looking to obviously to, to exploit the rules in any way. Um but when they do put the rules together and that comes out, they would have thought like they would have gone through it in in as much detail as they could and they would have really scrutinized it to try and find ways yeah, to, to to bend them etc but yeah th- th- people will still find new ways of doing things i i wonder that if there'll be like we've had in the past where someone comes in with something like totally different like a double diffuse or whatever it might be that just mm. it just blows the competition out of the water be interesting yeah, do you want to see? Um, do you want to hear how we've done in the um, in our predictions? Well, I know I've already done a little bit better than I have previous weeks. Yeah, we've both uh, we've both gone for Hamilton. Hamilton. One thing I didn't, I wasn't too sure on because when I was watching the race, I was like, uh, how are we doing the pole position? Were we doing it from the qualifying? Or were we doing? I'm it doing qualifying. Sprint? I don't care. I'm getting the point. Okay. Oh, okay cool. <laughs> I just I just think I don't know. That is that's what, when I was talking about qualifying. Like that's what I had in mind. Okay. Cool. Like, Glad we're on the same page. Um, but yeah, so I've gone, I've gone Hamilton pole, Hamilton win, Verstappen second, Bottas third, Norris fourth, and Paris fifth. So I've done quite well. I've got a hundred points. Um, you've gone for Hamilton, Hamilton as well. Yeah. Then you've got Norris second. Okay. Then you've got Paris fourth, Verstappen third, and Bottas fifth. So you've got 50, 70 points. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's right. I was really yeah. optimistic. I was kind of hoping at one point I was thinking, oh, Lando, get third. And then we've got two British drivers on the podium. That would have been fantastic. Yeah. 
uh, it's so funny on Twitter that guy was like, my prediction is Hamilton and Verstappen to take each other out. Um, and then George Russell that, uh, to win. George Russell to win. <laughs> and like within lap one, I was kind of like, well, you're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> All it takes is, is George Russell to have a race like Jensen Button did for his first win, where only like four or five cars finished the race or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh but he did actually just on, on Russell, he did really well again to get Q3 George second Q3 time in a row. On merit as well. Yeah. As, uh, the first time he did it on mediums. I know. But. Yeah. There's no way when you look, I know we bring it up every single week and you've already kind of touched on it, but there's no way George Russell can't get that Mercedes seat over Bottas after these performances. Yeah. Anyway, any, any other, any final thoughts? Any? My, the last thing I'd like to say, I hope this is the last thing I'd like to say, is that it was just so nice to see a full capacity crowd. The, the, it was nice to hear the atmosphere around the track to hear um, the oohs and ahs when Max Verstappen crashed, when, when Vettel span, um, when Lewis Hamilton came round those final corners, just to hear the crowd shouting and chanting when he's, when he's talking to them on the podium. It was just so nice to have that feel back at a sporting event. Yeah, I, it was lovely. It was great to see, but I don't know about you, but like every time I see it, I just think it's weird. Now, I, like I'm just because, thinking, like the amount. So was it over the Euros? There was 500 cases of um, the. Ah, oh, what's it? What's that thing with the track and trace called? Uh, oh, 500. Yeah, it's uh, 500,000. Fi- yeah, 500,000 um, people ping, on the yeah. on the capture thing on the co- on the NHS app. I wonder how many people have got it at Silverstone. Yeah, but like, I just think, I just think it's weird. Like it, my brain hasn't quite adjusted, and even when like. Um, like, look, my uh, my little one, like, she's she's 18 months old, right? She's watching Peppa Pig. Mm. And, like, one of the characters is, like, coughing in class. And they're like, oh, you know, it's just a cough sort of thing. In my head, I'm like, <laughs> COVID. Like, COVID. <laughs> Peppa Pig's got COVID. <laughs> yeah. Pedro Pony. Pedro Pony's got, po- uh, it's got COVID. Anyway, I'll t- on... I'll um, take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on, uh, on, on that note, thank you for listening to, uh, to another episode of The Ramble. As usual, please follow us on our socials at F and Ramble. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah.